Jesus said, Man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. Right, this person really would be a Calvinist if only Calvinists weren't so arrogant. If Calvinists could just present the doctrines of grace in a humble manner, this person would be reformed. Probably not. Now, that doesn't mean that, that, that as Christians and as Reformed Christians that we shouldn't seek to have a gentle tone. But, but the point is, we should seek to have a gentle tone out of obedience. Not, not because of effectiveness. God in His sovereignty and providence may cause it to be effective. But the reason why we want to have a gentle tone, a respectful tone, is because God commands us to. So we want to do that because we want to be obedient. But the idea that we, if we only did that, we could somehow shape the course of redemptive history and certain people would come into the kingdom of God that otherwise won't? No. See, that number one, that undercuts, first and foremost, the sovereign election of God. But secondarily, it also undercuts the severity of the depravity of man. Man's rebellion toward the Lord Jesus Christ is not, so, is not so insignificant that if only we had compelling, factual, charitable arguments, it would be able to overcome their rebellion. See, the picture that that paints, right? It's not just bad theology, that's a bad anthropology. The picture that that illustration paints is that man has a rebellion towards God, but his, man, his rebellion is small. That's not what the scripture teaches. The, the scripture teaches that his rebellion against God is insurmountable. It cannot be overcome by facts or truth or gentleness or charitableness or winsomeness. If I had a dollar every time somebody in the evangelical church said that I should be more winsome, I wouldn't need a salary. I'd be a very rich man. Sick and tired of the word winsome. Just done with that. I, I, I want to I have a polemic. I want to have a polemic that Jesus had. Was John the Baptist being winsome? When he called the Pharisees a brood of vipers? I think so, but it's a different kind of winsomeness. That's the winsomeness I want to display, right? I, I like what Phil Johnson said. He said, yeah, I want to engage culture, but the question is how? He said, I want to engage culture the way that David engaged Goliath. We're here to win. All right, that's all conservatives ever do. Christian, unbelieving or believing, that's all, all we ever do is we start things and then we start a time clock for, okay, We'll enjoy this for about 10 years until it gets infiltrated and taken over by the left. I, I, if, if, if conservatives disappeared, the left would have no institutions because they've never started one. All they do is take over the institutions that we start. But that's an indictment to us. Why? Why, 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 why do they always win? Why do they always infiltrate? Why do they always take over? Because we surrender. Because we always surrender. And we surrender because of cowardice and fear. When the Bible commands us to be strong and courageous. But we also surrender, not just because of cowardice and fear, but we also surrender because of the 11th commandment of niceness. And I'll be honest, that's not really a second reason. That's just a thin veil for the first. Be nice. Spoke every coward ever. Every coward ever. Be nice. But what you're really saying is, I'm afraid. Please don't cause trouble. It'll be uncomfortable. It'll make a mess for me. And then I'll, I'll be forced to choose sides. And I know, I know how, how squishy and spineless I am. I'll choose their side over you. And I don't want to lose this relationship with you. And I, I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want the gospel of Jesus that separates mother from daughter and father. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword dividing. I don't want Jesus. See, here's the, at the end of the day, people don't want Jesus. Because Jesus divides. 
He did not come to bring peace, but a sword. They don't want Jesus because they know he's polarized. So what they ultimately want to do is they want to strip Jesus of every ounce of power, profundity. They want to emasculate the Son of God. But he is the God-man, Christ Jesus. They want to strip him of his masculinity. They want to, with, oh, give me more nuance. Good Lord, winsome and nuance. If you gave me nuance, a dollar every time that word was used, in addition to winsomeness, I'd have a $67 million jet plane. I'd be getting the same kind of criticism that Benny Hinn gets. I'd be so rich. Right? Give me nuance. But what they do is they, they ultimately nuance their way out of the masculinity of Jesus Christ. John chapter 2, Jesus fashions a whip and clears out the temple. This is what I would say. Gentleness is a fruit of the Spirit. But here's the question. How do we define it? Let me submit to you that the church, followers of Jesus, right? The student's not above the teacher. The servant's not above the master. So if we claim to be followers of Jesus, perhaps it's unwise for us to define gentleness in such a way that it's narrower than the Son of God himself. When you define gentleness in such a way that Jesus doesn't even fit into the boundaries that you've established for what it is to be gentle then you've made a mistake. You are misdefining gentleness if your definition of gentleness precludes Christ. As a special thank you for your gift of any amount, we'll be happy to send you a free digital book from our store. To access this offer, visit rightresponseministries.com offer. We highly recommend Pastor Joel's book, Am I Truly Saved? If you or someone you know has wrestled with doubts about the love of God, this would be a great resource. As a reminder, to get this offer, go to rightresponseministries.com offer. And thank you for your generous support.